Pelvic Posse, and welcome to the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. It's Amanda and Morgan. We have helped thousands of people with pelvic floor issues, and it's totally our jam. Here you can listen to expert interviews encompassing all things related to pelvic health. That is pee, poop, sex, and everything in between. You have a pelvic floor. Yes, you. We all do. And it's time to start talking about issues that may arise, but more importantly, how to improve them. We are so glad you are here to join us. Now let's head into this week's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. Hey, Pelvic Posse. This episode is sponsored by the Spark It Up in the Bedroom Challenge. If you are dealing with pain with intercourse, yes, that's a thing. I can tell you that's a thing because I dealt with that in my early 20s. Then this five-day challenge is for you. Over the course of the five days, you will learn all the things to improve pain with intercourse. So you can go from Netflix and with your partner to Netflix and chill. Speaking of partner, bring them along and they can watch the Zoom calls with you and learn all the things. Now let's get back to today's episode. Hey guys, it's Amanda and Morgan, and we're here today to talk about our why behind the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. We really got into this field. I mean, I think every pelvic floor physical therapist really gets into pelvic floor physical therapy because they feel really drawn to this population. Um, Morgan and myself both have had it issues with pelvic floor dysfunction, different stories. And I'm going to let her tell hers a little bit too. Uh, mine was dealing my first rum or I guess first time having pelvic floor discomfort or pain was in my early twenties dealing with pain with sex and peeing my pants while running. Cause I was doing half marathons at the time. Um, then I get into after having kids and I start to have, you know, pelvic organ prolapse, bladder prolapse, along with pain with sex again. Having kid number two while pregnant started to develop varicosities, vaginal varicosities. Those are super fun if you've had them. If not, I do not wish them upon you, but they're basically like you can have hemorrhoids in the pelvic floor or you can have vaginal varicosities in that area. So they're just coming out the labia and vaginal region. Um, so I had those with uh, the last two pregnancies of mine. And then of course, bladder prolapse again with baby number three, pain with sex, issues with C-section, low back pain, hip pain with trying to get back to running. Those dang babies. Hips. Babies do it to you. Don't have kids, Morgan. <laughs> totally kidding. Totally kidding. Uh, give us a little background on, you know, why you're here in public, the public realm. Yeah. So actually I started this whole journey because one of my friends in PT school did a clinical out in California and came back from it and was just like, Morgan, you have to try to find someone who will take you and teach you about public health. You'll love it. And I wasn't really convinced. I thought I was just going to be this, you know, outpatient PT that would treat mostly hips, knees, shoulders, athletes, all that kind of stuff. And I actually found Amanda who became my mentor and it was awesome. And I learned so much in those 12 weeks and we got to work with patients. I never really thought, you know, you, I always went into therapy thinking these people would be, you know, having major issues and whatnot. And some of the patients that we see aren't, that's the cool thing about pelvic health is a person walking down the street with some of my patients may not know that they're peeing their pants as they're doing it. Whereas like a shoulder patient that you notice they have a sling on and whatnot. And I know that sounds weird, but I almost love that about pelvic health because that brings in this side of intimacy that you have with your patients, because it's not everybody sees what's going on, but it's things that are affecting these patients' lives day in and day out. But then when you don't talk about it with other people, then it feels like this kind of like a source of being, you know, ashamed of it and it, and it shouldn't be. So 
We become like their pelvic floor bestie. We really do. We it's really fun do. To be able to keep secrets. We probably sometimes we find out like when they're pregnant. Yeah, first, yeah, yeah. What the sex of the baby is. Um, if they had sex without pain last night, and we're like over here cheering like, them woo-hoo! on. Like <laughs> get it, girl. It's amazing that trust factor that really kicks in, and it's a whole different relationship. Hundred percent. But then when they leave, it really kind of feels like you're breaking up with your yeah, bestie. Yeah, it's, it really does. Yeah, and then they'll like follow you on Insta and be like, "Oh my god, you look like you're having such a fun vacation." And my husband would be like, "Who is that?" But deep down, yeah. you want to like hang out with yeah, them outside of absolutely, them. absolutely. So yeah, no, and it was. It's one of those things too. I, you know, we, we work with both um, females and males in our clinic. And so, and I have great relationships with some of the male patients that I have, but I would Strictly say professional, professional. Yes. Um, but to, the the thing about it too, is that, I mean, these, these patients, they really, they, they care about us just as much as we care about them, which sounds kind of silly, but I didn't feel that connection and with some of my other patients when I was outpatient. And so I, that what is really get lights a fire under my butt is knowing that people know that I care about them and they want to change because they want to get better. And that's, it's not always the case in every other um, field. So that's, I would say my biggest why is to see how badly these people want to get better. And I think since, you know, our presence has really jumped online we're seeing that we can help so many more people. Like for instance, on our Instagram page, we've got a lot of followers out there. We get a lot of questions every Wednesday. We get questions in our uh, our messages outside of Wednesdays, like every single day of the week. And we're responding and we're communicating and we're starting to get a nice little clientele built up of people on the online side. And we've started realizing, wow, we can reach a lot of people on Instagram, but we don't really get to answer the questions as long or as in depth as we want, or we don't get to interview people as much, where if we could have a podcast focusing on the things that we wanted to talk about with our, or for our patients and with our past patients or with people that we want to interview, this could be a really nice platform for other people either wanting to know more about pelvic health, people who have relatives living with pelvic floor dysfunction, or maybe people who are having it themselves. And this can, can be a nice little platform for them to learn from. Absolutely. And like you said, just bringing it, normalizing it. These are things that people need to be talking about and realize that it's not something to be ashamed of. And to also, if maybe it's not going on with you, but then your best friend brings it up and to understand like, okay, that's not actually that weird. Um, yes, I've heard this before. Those gals on the podcast talk about it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, those are the, those are the things that we want to bring to light to people. And yeah, to your point, it's Instagram is awesome, but we, it's hard to really dive deep into it and um, really reach people the way we would like to. So if like, for instance, you hear that your best friend just like Peter pants while out on a run or at the gym, like slip them our information, yeah. <laughs> let them let know where the podcast is or start following us on social media. So she can start to learn like, oh my gosh, these ladies are talking about this online on the internet. Like, yeah, yeah it's a real thing. You know, there's quite a few, quite a high population of people that are actually peeing their pants with laughing, sneezing, coughing, jumping, lifting their kids, lifting groceries, or feeling that vaginal pressure down there with those activities um, or that are having pain with sex. Yes, I said sex on the internet. There are a lot of people that are having pain with it and it's really uncomfortable. And it's deceiving because, you know, Hollywood has kind of put this idea that, you know, it's supposed to be wonderful and, you know, butterflies and rainbows and fireworks, and it's not for everybody. Um, So really just normalizing 
recognizing that piece of it, knowing that these things may be common, but it's also when you're dealing with those symptoms, your body's trying to tell you that it's not working well. It's trying to tell you to switch things up. And I think right now in society, instead of people recognizing that, it's more of like, well, just live with it. It'll get better on its own. Well, it doesn't. When muscles are functioning improperly, they're not going to improve on their own. You have to start to rewire the system to get them to start functioning well again. So absolutely. Yeah. That is our big why of why um, Empower Your Pelvis podcast exists. Yes. Thank you guys for joining us. And thank you for hopefully watching and listening to all the other ones to come. So we're so excited about all of these. Thank you all. Hey, Pelvic Posse. We want to thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. Can we ask you a couple of favors, please? Number one, can you like and subscribe to this podcast so that you will continue to empower your pelvis forever so that you will never miss out? Number two, can you leave us a rating and a review? Tell them how amazing we are and everything that you have learned about your pelvic health. And then number three, if you haven't seen the video version to this podcast, you can go over to youtube.com forward slash C forward slash empower your pelvis for all of our visual learners out there. We have all types of great visuals in there for you to not only listen to, but to watch. Thanks so much again and make sure to give your pelvis some love. Until next time, peace peace out, out pelvic posse. posse.